Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, broomheads. We're back. We're a breath of fresh air. A breath of Degrassi Mm -hmm. fresh air. Yes, cold Canadian air right in your face. Mm, yes, <laughs> it's like the like the nice like icy breeze that like um you know tightens your pores and just gives you like an instant facelift. That's us today. Yes, it's brisk, <laughs> very brisk. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing, Lauren? I'm doing well. Um, both Sonique and I talked about this, and we're very excited to be talking about Degrassi today and giving ourselves. Mm-hmm ourselves a sense of escape and giving you guys a sense of escape um because that's what we're here for broomheads we're here to give you that so um yeah i i'm doing fine i'm doing fine today i feel like i've been in a rut i don't think it's so much of a i've just been in a rut where i'm just like going through the motions of life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, so, surviving. I, th- I think i think you're one of of millions of people who are in that same yes same uh have my sense mind frame head yes. frame i don't know <laughs> um but today today i felt good like i was like i felt some sense of like a little bit of pep in my step the sun was shining it's slightly more warm than it has been so like you know, my exposed skin isn't at risk for getting frostbite. <laughs> That's a good thing, you know? <laughs> That's a very good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am, let's see, I have this week and next week, and then I'm finally on my holiday break. Um, my winter break is reverse because we don't have Christmas break here. We have Chinese New Year break. So I'm very, very, very excited. Oh, right. To, oh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do anything special, like, uh, any cool, like events or parties or anything? Um, not that I know of. I, um, I just ordered a, a case of wine that's supposed to be delivered tomorrow, which I'm going to be having a party oh, in my shit. apartment. <laughs> so <laughs> excited about that. Um, but yeah, I have a couple, just kind of like some low key, like day trips, maybe somewhere. But um, yeah, you know, it's flu season here in China. So there's small mm, little right. kind of like numbers of cases popping up. So we're all kind of like hesitant that like, and by cases, I mean, like there's like 10 people in a city that will get COVID test positive. So we're kind of worried that like things are going to start spiking up and everything's going to go on lockdown again. So um yeah, so just, you know, just chill, but just excited to be able to chill and not have to wake up for work the next day is going to be nice. So, Damn, what's it like living in a country where people get afraid over 10 COVID cases and are like, <laughs> I think we should lock down. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's comforting, you know, but then basically it's like things things aren't like strictly locked down, like you can't like travel state to state but like anyone that i know that has tried to travel it's just been like the bureaucracy around that right now is so high stress that it's like the stress of traveling right now is just it's too much not even worth it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um so just excited for 
lots of cooking, lots of cocktail making and wine drinking and just relaxing, vegging out. Um, Oh, someone actually just suggested a TV show to me that I was like, oh, I bet you Sonequa like that if you haven't watched it already. It's called... Oh, dang it. Hold on. Oh, Elite on Netflix. Oh, Did you watch it? I've heard of it. No, I've heard of it. Um, But the person that described it to me was like, it's a teen drama for adults. um, And it's, they listed off like uh, Gossip Girl, um, Mm. uh, Skins, Degrassi, like just a lot. A lot of the good ones. I don't watch Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. but yeah, the other ones, yes. Yeah, I don't either. I've never seen that show. Um, that's just the first. I saw like the first episode and I was like, it's not for it's me. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. It's not for me. Um, so that's been added to my list. So um, listener, if you have watched that, um, I would love to. I plan on watching it probably in like the next week, just binging it. So. I'm excited for that. Just excited for the the vegging out um, that my introverted self has been deprived of for too long. So, yes, very true. But how you doing, Sonique? I'm doing better. Um, was very anxious last week. Um, just tired now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tired now. Yeah, we've been on some meds now, and I'm like trying to adjust. Sleeping is kind of weird for me, but doing better. Um, I was going to say, I've been watching a lot of movies. Yes. Like, I've been in a movie mood. Because usually when I'm, like, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. vegging, because I've also been vegging, just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to take it easy, you know, cuddle up with some blankies. Yes. And watch some stuff. And normally I'll do, like, I'll binge TV shows. So I was like, actually, I just feel like watching movies. I feel like escaping into movies. Yes. I can't tell you how many I've watched so far. But um, highlights, I watched Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand, which was just like, guys, if you need like just a good like escape and some joy, nothing beats like a musical from like the mm-hmm. 60s or 50s. Like it's just like, oh, like, costumes and it's like yes. funny and it's Barbara Streisand at her best. So that was nice. And um, I watched a, a bunch of other stuff and just like just things I like, like yeah. Girl Interrupted. I watched that. I watched... Um, Oh, one movie I've been I've been meaning to watch. It's very old, but it's like um, it's starring Angelina Jolie. I think I saw Girl Interrupted, and I was like, I want to watch more like early Angelina. Like, what yeah. was she doing in this period? Because she's really good in that movie. I watched um, this movie called Gia. It's like a, it was like a HBO TV movie from like the nineties oh. about the supermodel uh, Gia Karanji, who like sadly you know had a drug addiction and died from aids related complications when oh, she's like 26 shit. really it's a bummer but like but also really good because also angela jolie is just like i love a good like biopic and just mm-hmm. like oh god like her i was like when is her life going to be ruined like what's that gonna happen <laughs> but um she's really angela jolie is really good in it and i really enjoyed it so i rec- recommend it's on hbo Ooh. i was like oh she's like so good it's also like, young angelina so it's like oh like Yes. I love watching, like, movies with, like, young actors. Like, I watch, like, Virgin Suicides, too, and I love, like, seeing a young mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Kirsten Dunst. Like, justice for Kirsten Dunst, who's never been nominated for an Oscar. I mean, hello. I, I don't know who she pissed off. 
at the Academy, but like Kirsten Dunst is crazy to me that she's that talented and has just gone this long without really getting that much like recognition for exactly. her, her stuff. Exactly. Oh, those are really yeah. good. Movies. But I, yeah, I feel that especially like it's, I get those, those times too as well with the, you're like in a mood for movies. Cause there's something very, mm-hmm. so soothing about the start and a finish of a movie and like when you finish a movie yeah. it's so like it's like so nice like the feeling is so nice it's so nice and i think especially since i've been off of social media or like at least taking kind of a break i've been yeah. on it a little bit but not that much it was nice to watch movies without like the distraction of my phone mm-hmm. like i'm literally just like my phone is like, on the other side of the room yeah. and i'm just watching this movie and it had my full attention on the movie which i realized I've lost that. Like, I, I, I love watching movies, but usually when I am, I'm, like, on my phone, too. I'm, like, fucking around. And it's nice to just kind of, like, I am focused on this mm-hmm. and only this. I'm, like, really into it. So I recommend it, listener, if you yes. want to watch some movies. Like, put your phone aside. Get you also feel very, like, productive because you're, like, I finished a movie. Yeah. It's almost, like, the same as, like, I read and- a book. Like I did something, and I finished it, and I finished it in its normal runtime because I wasn't pausing it to do other things. Like I actually like what mm-hmm. it was. This movie is ninety minutes long. I actually sat there for ninety minutes and I watched it uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, we are we are diligent watchers. We are productive humans of society, and like we are doing our part. You know. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, when I when I'm vegging out, I do it the right way. Come on now. So get like me. <laughs> um. But you said you wanted to announce something. Yes. Later. So um, we wanted to give you all some shout outs, um, especially from our Instagram, um, because you guys are the real ones. You are the real MVPs, the day ones. Uh-uh. Okay. Some of y'all. So we just want to give you some love, show you some love, give you some shout outs. Um, and yeah, we plan on to, you know, make this a bit of a regular thing. Okay, so let's scroll through the screenshots. Oh, first of all, I don't know why it's taken us this long to mention it. Um, attention, broomheads. Um, Doris Bell, the Doris Bell from Degrassi Junior High, DM'd us <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> alert the presses i know me too too. i think again like i saw it right when i woke up and then i like i kept on forgetting about it and then i was like holy shit doris bell messaged us so she wrote us and she's lit and then i remember i messaged sneak sneak and she was like is this real and i was like yes because her profile is literally like a sweet old grandmother with her cats like she's (laughs) like of course it's doris we love you doris (laughs) So she says, hi, I'm Doris Bell from junior high. Wonderful to meet you. XOXO heart. Um, so her, the actress's name is Deborah Laban. Laban. Um, uh, and of course I her name's Deborah. She's such Deborah. a Deborah. We love you. And we love Deborah. And, you know, we just give her all our praises and we stand you, Deborah. We stand you, Doris. If you're listening, like, and you want, I mean, we're probably going to DM you again and, like, ask you some questions to have you on the podcast. Like, it's going to happen. Just waiting to build up that relationship so it's not so weird. But, you know, she reached out to us first. So I'm like, she already loves us. How did, how did she find us? Did she listen to the podcast? 
Deborah, are you listening? <laughs> um, I don't know. Deborah, are you there? Deborah, Deborah uh, are you there? <laughs> I know Degrassi CSI, and I'm just looking at a screenshot, and three other people um, also on uh, Instagram also follow her. So I don't know. Um, hmm, interesting. But, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, we made it. We made it. Doris Bell reached out. She DM'd us. Doris DM'd us. She did. She slid into our DMs, y'all. Oh my god! If like honestly, we like we've made it. This is the highest peak we're ever gonna reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on uh, the comments for let's see, two episodes ago, um, <laughs> when uh, Heather was getting um up in arms about uh, Erica trying to get some dick. Um, really just trying to make out. So <laughs> we had a couple comments. Okay, so Lil Dice One says, That dude was such a creep. What sixteen year old sneaks into a middle school dance? Then he tries to date both twins. Yikes. So I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, he was quite a bit older. Oh yeah. That one when they got like a uh, mono. Wait. I think this person mixed up the two twin episodes. Yeah, because so, there's the mono episode where there is like the high school yes. student who sneaks in and it's mad weird. And yes. this one where it's like, yeah, Blaine was a high school student too. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Lil Dice one, like we get it because Degrassi literally has 15 different dance episodes. Two of them involve twins with make while making out. So we get it. It's confusing. Um, but yes, also it, it was Degrassi creepy. loves loves creeps. There's so many creeps in this show. So so many. Understandable. You'd mix you'd mix them up. It's fine. <laughs> um, SR Gots or Senior Game of Thrones, maybe abbreviated. I don't know. Um, they say Heather was so extra this episode, and that they were. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> And uh, Sonique, this one is for you. So I don't know if you remember this. You edited the episode, so I'm assuming you probably heard it. The real Jay Lara commented, I farted myself awake too. Hard eye emoji. <laughs> so, Sonique, you're not alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. I, I shared that with the world. I farted myself awake. <laughs> and Fan- <laughs> Phantom Spuds uh, was commenting on last week's episode where I went on a mini rant about how much my students are the fucking worst. And Phantom mm-hmm. Spuds saw me, acknowledged me, and says, oh my gosh, uh, Lauren, go off. I could feel the catharsis with every <laughs> word about work. And I felt that. I appreciate you. And you made my day better. So thank you for that. I wonder if they're a teach I wonder if they're a teacher too. Yeah, they said that they <laughs> um they taught grad school. They're a teacher too. Um oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> you get you get a mix of uh more mature assholes, I'm sure, in grad school grad school, you know. Because yeah. assholes are everywhere. But yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you all so much for your feedback and your comments. We love hearing from you. And yeah. We sure do. If you guys have a DM or a comment or a review, we'll be sure to read it on an upcoming episode. So slide into our DMs. You you could be in the Hall of Fame right there with Miss Doris Bell. It could be you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're officially calling our DMs the Doris Bell Hall of Fame. Oh my God, yes. I love Slide it. into our the door spell Hall of Fame, and we'll talk to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick break.
this week we are oh my god we're almost done with the season i know i'm so fucking excited is this like that what they call penultimate the penultimate episode of the season you know what how you say it um i literally have never heard that word in my entire life but i believe you i think it's like the, the thing before the end right i don't know I, I promise yeah, I, I have a graduate degree. Um, so I yeah, let's 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 say that's what it is. Season one, episode fourteen. It creeps. Air dates February 6, nineteen ninety. Synopsis: Lucy becomes director and writer of her first film, a feminist horror flick starring the Zits, Simon, uh, and Caitlin, with Alexa, Tim, and Heather as crew. Mm-hmm. Now, this episode. Um, I mean, I, we say it all the time. Degrassi always does it first. This was like the prototype of like every teen show to come, like teen drama, teen flick, teen sitcom, that they always Mm -hmm. have like a scary, like creepy teen movie, teen horror movie episode. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. I, the one that always pops up to me is Boy Meets World, yes! like, yes. <laughs> with like Jennifer, with like Jennifer Love Hewitt is in it, and it's yes. I love that episode. Oh, like, it's the so fucking scary! Spoof. It's so fun. <laughs> I used to be really scared of it when I was Girl, a little so kid. Scary. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> but watching it now, it's like it's super funny, and like there are yeah. a lot of bits in that that I still, um, I still like just will randomly think about, like when Angela does like. Uh, she and Jennifer Love Hewitt get into a screaming battle. Like he's the better <laughs> screamer. <laughs> and like Angela screams and is like looks in her face, like snaps in her face. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so that stupid. I mean, that's that's probably the only <laughs> Boy Meets World episode I really remember is that one. Yeah. So I might watch that today. It's on Disney Plus, actually. Shoot, take a look at that episode. Yeah, um, but you're right. There's that. Like Smart Guy did that too. Like there was like a spooky episode. Yeah, I'm thinking about a lot of like the honestly the TGIF like lineup. Yes. Like, yeah, they all had one. Uh-huh. Yeah, and especially with this episode, like you know, it's always like, oh, we're we're at school, but it's after hours, and like everything's because uh-huh. because as anyone that has been at school like like walking around the school and no one's there it is very creepy like oh yeah because it's like it's so like it's so echoey and every small noise is like very creepy and you think that no one no one else is really supposed to be there so you're like wait (laughs) why do i hear footsteps you know there's a name for that it's the that fear it's uh someone knows it it's blank spaces it's um I don't know what the first word is, but it's like um it's like the same feeling you get when you see like an abandoned mall or something oh. that creepiness because there are spaces that you're used to having like full of people right and then seeing them empty is very scary so like an empty amusement park or an empty school hallway places that normally are full of people and noise yeah. and then suddenly it's like nothing there yeah true. Mm-hmm. Well, That's exactly what it is. Lucy, Lucy knew what she was doing with. She was like, "I've studied this craft. I know how to make this scary." Okay, I am a film. Ma- I'm a filmmaker. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an auteur. I'm an auteur. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in our cold open, uh, Lucy is like in her room and she's like writing her screenplay about a male chauvinist in a shower, played by Simon. <laughs> Um, 
And it's like, I okay, this scene was pretty fucking well done because they literally recreate the shower scene from Psycho. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I was like, they actually like, for like a TV show in Canada in 1990 with that budget, like, they, spot pretty close to what it was. I was like, yeah, that's like it had an artistic, artistic flair. Like they were, you know, it wasn't tack. It wasn't tacky. It could have been tacky, but like mm-hmm. they put some work into it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of funny too because in like the actress um, who is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother in Psycho, uh, why am I forgetting her name right now? Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yes, Janet Lee. Uh, also has like a cropped blonde haircut. Like oh shit! Simon looks like Janet Lee. <laughs> Who knew Simon could play anything? Yeah, Simon like really is like very. <laughs> he told he told us in this is the episode. He's like, I've been waiting to act like in these commercials. I want to act, and I'm like, okay, Simon. Like Simon is a fucking method actor. Like he's a chameleon. He can be anyone. Yes, most definitely. Yes. So um. In our first scene, Mr. Wallfish is handing back. Okay, what is this class? Because he's like, he made them write like a screenplay. And as someone who is very hard at work writing a screenplay, I'm like, oh God, this, is, this is a very big project to put on some children. It is It is a lot. It's like, is this a film class? Is this a screenwriting class? Like, is it an English class? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I'm the kids literally love looking it. where... Where my phone is positioned right behind you is like a printout of like my my pilot. I'm like, this was hard. Why is why are these kids doing this project? <laughs> he he has the audacity to grade them. He's like, ah, uh, you could have worked harder. Sorry. Yeah, and it's like it's not even like a little thing. It's like oh, like they wrote a movie. Exactly. I was like, wait, are these kids writing a full feature? Like, what? I think it just made me feel bad about myself. Like, oh god, like you guys. Are like 13 and you're like writing a four a full film and here i am not um but uh lucy got an a on her screenplay and her friend her friends were like let's like ask mr wallfish if we can like because ins- if the next project they have to write a play now like fucking ibsen they got these kids writing a full play next Stop. after that it's a musical gotta write some some scores some, yeah some like next numbers. to write a full the full season of a TV show. You know, back in the in 1990, they did like 20-something episodes oh, per yeah. season. So these kids are like churning, <laughs> churning out. And, you know, none of them, none of them um, registered their work with WGA. I bet Never. you. I bet you Wallfish secretly wants to be a screenwriter and he's really just making these kids write so he can steal their ideas and like send in send it somewhere universal. And now Mr. Wallfish quits Degrassi and is now a screenwriter. With Lucy's movie. <laughs> Little did you know, um, most of the plot lines for Degrassi Next Generation were actually written by these kids in the class. <laughs> they just stole them. <laughs> they told the kids they were filming, but like they actually had the actors just write mm-hmm, mm-hmm. scripts. Um, yeah, but Lucy's like, hey, instead of, she asked Mr. Wallfish, instead of doing the play assignment, because I'm not fucking Ibsen, can I please, this is like the one playwright I can remember, because of high school, we had to read right. Ibsen plays, and they were really weird. Like, A Doll's House, did you ever read that? Sorry, what? Did you ever read the play A Doll's House in high school? No. It was weird. It's Ibsen, and that's like, I the one playwright, I'm like, Ibsen, ew. <laughs> 
weird play. Like, <laughs> I always had, like, some of the weirdest shit. And they're like, oh. And then they, like, try to trick you into be like, oh, no, it's like, it's old language. So you don't, you know. It's like, no, this is fucked up shit. Why are you having me read this for a grade? Well, thankfully, it wasn't, like, Shakespearean or anything. So the language wasn't too weird. But it was still, like, a translated, like, Norwegian play from, like, 1880. And it's yeah. like, what? And some girl's in an attic. I'm like, why? Like, girl, get out. Uh- <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, honey. <laughs> You're in a doll's house. Um, so uh, instead of writing this stupid play, Lucy's like, I want to film this movie. I'm a director. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to make a film A, okay? And he's like, I'll consider it. Sure, Lucy. I'm like, why? That's more work than just writing the play. Yeah. I think also, it's like, way more work. if I was him, I would have been like, oh. Gosh, they're just like if 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 my students today were to be like, can we just make a video instead? I'm like, these fuckers are just gonna do some bullshit like unedited like phone movie like on their phone, and there's gonna be no direction <laughs> behind it. But I feel like he didn't. He underest he was underestimating Lucy's um, artistic vision. You know, oh, she absolutely. was she was gonna take this very, very seriously, more seriously than anyone else. At- <laughs> way more seriously than anyone else way you, you know you always have that one person in the group project in high school who like takes it like mm-hmm. you should take it seriously so you don't fail the class but there's always that person who takes it like too seriously and it's like we're not actually like you're not mm-hmm. like scorsese like we don't have to make it like that like we can just do something simple <laughs> we're 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 and i was rap. that and i was that and i was that student actually so you were the Lucy. Um, who was I? I was uh, I was an Alexa, you know, where it's like, oh, can I like help? And then I'm like, uh, I just kind of want to be there to have fun. I don't really want to do a lot of work, you know. <laughs> I just did, I just didn't want to have FOMO. Like I knew like everyone's gonna be hanging out, so I just wanted to be there too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not there for like for any work ethic or you know putting effort in. I'm just there for the for a good yeah. time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Patrick, uh, in our next scene, Patrick's is still, like, wooing Spike, who seems to be more receptive. Of course, Liz, Liz is still there. I'm like, Liz, go away. <laughs> right, because they, Patrick and, and Snake, or what the fuck is it? There's too many S's today. Spike. Yeah, there are, <laughs> you're right. There's too many S's today. Spike and Patrick kiss, right? In this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh shit. But of course, Liz is like trying to like breathe in their shared air as they're kissing. It's like, okay. She's Liz. trying to make it like a, like, she's trying to get in there. I'm like, no, it's not a three way kiss. Go on. Liz has like crimped hair, which is really upsetting. <laughs> it's really upsetting because it's like, <laughs> what did I write? I wrote, it's a lazy braid out. Like, she did not try. She was like, oh. You know, she, yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like, put her, like, little, like, plaits in her hair. And she's like, oh, I'm going to, like, have a cool look tomorrow. But, like, she didn't, she didn't really try with her parting or, you know, trying to fluff it out the next day. It just, it didn't look good, you know? No, it didn't. We also have a return of Spike's, uh, like, tutu. Like, jean denim tutu thing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, yeah. t- the teen witch um the teen witch look is what i like to call it yeah oh also her eyebrows are like peak oh if we're, like, we're talking about like 90s fashion 
those thin, thin, thin eyebrows. I'm like, oh, pluck to the inch of her life. And I'm just like, oh, and then somehow I mean, oh, spi- I don't know. <laughs> spike. How, you know, it took her a spike. You know, it took her years to grow her eyebrows out again. But I also like it looked like her eyebrows in this episode looked like they were plucked. And then also like, like, <laughs> like literally a line was drawn to like pencil them in, but it was just one single line. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. Like, I really hope, I know eyebrow trends come and go. Like we've mm-hmm. seen, I mean, thin eyebrows were big in the nineties. Mm-hmm. They're big in the seventies. They're big in like the thirties. They come, oh, they always come back. I really hope they never come back. I really hope we stay with the bushy eyebrow thing now. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I'll just be out of style. I don't know if I would like, I'm not going back. I haven't been to a waxer in years. Like I, I don't get my eyebrows waxed. I'm not doing that bullshit. Like, no, no definitely not. No, definitely not. I can't. Um, um, oh, also speaking of fashion, I think Lucy at the beginning of this episode had these like ruffle pants. Did you see those? I don't know if I saw them. I think it was the first, when they were in class and they go up to talk to Mr. Wallfish and she has the, they're like kind of like a violet looking, what do they even call it? I call them when I call them like salsa or like <laughs> mariachi, oh. like ruffle I know, pants. like it's kind of like, like the, like the sleeve, like the when people have like the, the sleeves. Yeah, it was, it was like flamenco, like sleeves yes, kind of thing. Pants. But that's her pants. Oh, yeah. nah, girl. <laughs> no, but 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 she pulled it. Listen, she could do anything, and I'm like, she she rocks it, she rocks it, because it was like it was kind of like almost like a mono monochromatic. Is that right? Monochromatic. Um, like she had like all purple toned on, and so I was like, ooh, okay. statement pants. Okay. Lauren's like, should I get flamenco pants? <laughs> Listen, okay, they may be in my closet right now. Don't judge me. <laughs> Say. I was gonna say they're on their way. She's already ordered them. <laughs> okay, just let me live my best life. It's okay. You can wear any pants you want. Mm-hmm. You have that freedom in your house. Um, <laughs> inside, <laughs> don't go outside. <laughs> uh, but Liz and uh, Spike are talking about their assignment when we see Shane <sighs> talking to Luke. And- and she calls him, he calls her a dumb jerk. You should mm-hmm. get smashed in the head or something. Like, okay. Um, Let's talk about something it. about this portrayal. It's so bad that it feels offensive. Okay. I now, okay. Okay. The ever, the entire picture of him as his character. Now the entire picture is offensive. The portrayal. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is, Whatever, because I think thinking, like, okay, the portrayal of him, like, he, you know, because, okay, he obviously has, he got brain damage after falling off the yeah. ropes, right? And so mm-hmm. I do know that you can get brain damage where, like, you, um, like. It could change your personality. Yes, it, it could change your personality. you more aggressive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that can be a thing. But the, the overall portrayal of him as, like labeling him as special he goes to a special school he like has different abilities now and he like is like babied in like the way that he's kind of his character's being babied now but was most offensive to me is that he like his bag of things was just a plastic grocery bag which (laughs) (laughs) 
which <laughs> which to me was offensive because it kind of was like noting because again it's like he was like showing up to school like tr- and people are trying to make him leave because he doesn't go to that school anymore and so they're kind of giving off the vibe that he's just like like almost like he's like a homeless person that has a home that's just like wandering around Toronto like yeah. and everyone's just trying to like ignore him and just like let him mm-hmm. do whatever um which i thought was weird it's it was just like a lot of things where it's like they're painting this picture of like oh this is shay now like you know like we think of like the classic trope of like the the guy that wanders around town again with a plastic yeah. bag and he just always yeah. walking around. It's like when I was in college, there was always like that like homeless man who like the same person would just hang around the campus. And it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, so I just thought that was, I don't know. I just thought that that portrayal, because again, it's just like, it's so, we get, we, <laughs> the last time we saw Shane is like, oh, he fell off a bridge and he's in a hospital and he took drugs. And now it's like, okay. And now he's special. And that's he, like, yeah, it's, they yeah ju- it's weird. They took, it's like, a weird. bunch I of think- different parts and, like, threw them all at him. It's like, this is this is what happens to someone with different brain abilities. Or any, <laughs> like, does acid and that's it? Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was so many things where I'm like, what? I don't, I'm confused. And this is weird. And I don't feel comfortable watching this. This is weird. I feel uncomfortable. That's what it is. And, like, I think part of it for me is also, like, I mean, the actor who plays Shane is not the best, so it's like, yeah. it's not it's it's not handled in the way that I think. Right. You know what it is, and I hate it, it's kind of. I know it's like not the most PC thing. Do you remember that movie Tropic Thunder? <laughs> so, so many problematic things. Well, I guess it's supposed to be so it's problematic. Supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be that way on purpose. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but, like, but there is a, an interesting point that's made about, like, this one character who, like, thought it's going to get an Oscar playing this, like, this person with special needs but mm-hmm. doesn't. And, like, mm-hmm. there's a whole, I'm not going to, like, go into it because right. it's really offensive. But, like, there is, there is like, this idea of, like, oh, you're trying to play, like, it, it basically it's a commentary on the issue with people in Hollywood playing people with special needs right, and yeah. kind of, like, playing up a very specific aspect of that person's disability to a point where it's, like, mm-hmm. it's not good like it's it's like radio it's like the movie radio it's like ooh, like this feels i feel uncomfortable watching this i feel like you're doing a caricature my dog is doing the fucking most right now i'm sorry the point being i feel like the character is like this is what i think someone with like a tbi or like a special needs acts like and it feels like you're just kind of doing a weird caricature of that person and it's it makes it it's making it feel very um, offensive in a way that I don't like watching at all. Yeah. I think, again, it's like we we, we know so much better now. And so it's very, it's very uncomfortable watching that. You're like, Ugh, yikes. So, you know. Yeah. And, and on top of the fact that uh, everyone, all the students are super uncomfortable about around Shane and yeah um, I like oh oh okay we're gonna try to avoid this at all cost um so yeah which I guess is kind of realistic I mean they are kids and I think just being 
exposed to that and not really knowing what to expect out of him. I understand it, but you know. Yeah. But someone in particular is particularly bad about it, Liz. Um, but Shane, Shane is looking for Spike, though. He's like, I want to see her, and I'm assuming he means Spike. Yeah. But she's like, dips out and like hides away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so also there's a quick scene after that happens where like the zits just remind us, I guess like, I guess because Degrassi's the kind of show people just kind of jump into you sometimes. They remind us real quickly like, oh, well, you know, Shane jumped off a bridge after doing acid. Like it's very weird. Place like they just tell us like that's what's wrong with him like, like oh, okay like thank you. What's actually it's really interesting when I was scrolling through the YouTube comments the amount of people that just like had no idea the backstory of Shane, Shane and Spike, what happened to Shane, why he was acting that way. Like I'm like so is this the first episode you're watching? But you know. <laughs> Not everyone yeah, don't can jump be in. as invested as we are, but still. Not everyone's a Degrassi historian like us. So. But also, like, do your homework, you know? Like, come on now. Yeah. So maybe maybe that scene was needed. It was the sits to remind us because people didn't know. Right. Um, but in the next scene, Lucy is trying to recruit people for the movie. Um, and Caitlin's like, I don't know if I can be in it. Like, you know, I'm a felon now. So that's like my thing now. And Lucy's like, no, like, we're going to make, like, the first feminist horror movie. And I was like, false, Lucy. You're not the first. But okay, thank you. Thank you. You're a teenager. It's like, that's just like, we're going to make a feminist horror movie. And I'm like, those exist before 90. And also, just because I, I, eh, I don't need to get into it. But it's like, it's a very, like, oh, women and women in horror are victims. And I'm like, that doesn't, just because a woman is a victim in a movie doesn't mean it's not feminist. Like, women... Yeah, can be victims and still be empowered. Like it's not right. like one or the other. Like either you're the victim or the perpetrator. It's like no, sometimes like you can be a victim but also be the heroine. Like things happen. But anyway, she's like, I'm make the first horror movie, a f- feminist horror movie, and I'm like, okay. And Caitlin <laughs> is finally like, okay, cool, because she's like, I, I hate boys now, so I'm gonna yeah. be in this movie where I can kill them. <laughs> what I thought was so funny is the point that like Caitlin finally got convinced. She was like, wait, so all the men die in the movie. <laughs> and I as Claude walks them. past, as Claude <laughs> walks past and looks at her, she's like, I get to kill boys. <laughs> all of them will die by the end of the movie. Okay. I'm in. She's like ready. She's like, I'm sold. That's what feminism is. Dead mm-hmm. men. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the zits read the script and um <laughs> i wrote so the guys are like kind of like rolling their eyes like oh do it da, da, da. and she's yeah. like it's a feminist horror film and i was like lucy if i were you i wouldn't market it as a feminist horror film Thank in 1990 because the reality is, reality is that in 1990 like women feminists were still like feminazis and all that shit so it's mm-hmm. like i and- think people have opened up to feminism way more today but like i wouldn't market it like that if you're trying to get and people not in to especially them. the zits not to yeah. it's, it's like Joey and his band of idiots. Like, why would Come you on, tell them that? Read the room, Lucy. <laughs> I know. She needs, like, um, see, what she needs to do is uh, recruit Nancy, who could be her producer, and and she'll do the job of, like, selling this movie to people. That's that's what you need. Nancy wouldn't know what to do. Well, you know what Nancy was doing? Nancy's also in this class, and she's, what is she doing? She has already, she's already working on her musical. Like, she already has um, recruited the rest of the class to take part in her production company 
um, that uh, has just been, they're just like the Tyler Perry's of Degrassi, just like shelling out movie. Just TV churning shows. out content. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Nancy's making a lot of money. She's making a lot of money. I mean, you saw that car she drove up in. She got a red convertible. Mm-hmm. Because you know Nancy, she's like, <laughs> she's she's the like that boss bitch that's like, oh honey, I'll get you a good contract, but like it's the shittiest contract, and you're getting like screwed out of all your money. Yeah. But she's oh, really yeah. nice she's about like, it. But she takes all your money. She's like the manager of TLC. Like she takes everything. <laughs> like she's like, you're gonna sign a tear. Like do not sign that contract. Like you will not make any money. It's the TLC network, but the all the entire um, cast and like actors are all children. So she's just like, oh no, I meant TLC like the band TLC. <laughs> oh like, yes. <laughs> remember how like they stole like when they won their Grammy, they were all like in debt. Like yes, they were like, really like poor every, like, every at the Grammys, group, but TLC most definitely in particular had some of the worst. But like literally, any young, young female or male group, it's just like, oh, you're about to make billions. I'll take all of it. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, no. Um, so. She like, but they agree because the guys agree because Lucy's like, hey, like I did film your music video, like you owe me. So like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she held that over their heads. Um, <laughs> next, she recruits Simon, and he's with his momager Alexa. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like I don't know if there's a girlfriend version of it, like a momager, but Alexa definitely gives me mom vibes to Simon. So she's the momager. Oh yes. Oh, Alexa. Alexa is that girl. I mean, it's been a while since we've added to her character, but she is, she's the girl at parties that like is trying to like be the mother of like the friend group, but like in a condescending way. And like, and also like in her relationships, like, you know, Alexa and Simon have been off and on for like, what is like a year, maybe almost two years. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, she basically is, like, trying to be his mother, like, in a relationship sense. And I can't stand couples like that. Oh, it's weird. Like, she's, like, she wants to take care of him. Mm -hmm. Like, why? He has a mom. And she nags. Yeah. She's kind of the worst. But also, she's definitely going to take a look over that contract. Oh, yeah. She's, like, she's she's his Kris Jenner. Like, she's good. Trust me. He's going to get a good deal. Like most definitely. She's going to bring in her family lawyer from Greece. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's gonna like he's the star. She was she yeah. wanted to be there to make sure that that Simon got um his break. He had a nice trailer. He got his mm-hmm. his um his breaks, and you know mm-hmm. um what do they call it? The writer. Yeah, all the all the demands were met. Like mm-hmm. he got that bowl of only green M and M's. Like mm-hmm. he got it. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Alexa's that bitch. Mm-hmm. He's taken care of. That's for sure. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> but uh, Lucy offers Alexa script assistant, um, and Simon's like, "Oh shit!" Like, like I'm about to act now. Like I'm about to be out here acting. I'm like, "Good for you, Simon. Love that for you." Like he he's really like he's like this is this is my. What do they call it when it's like, uh, for like a young actor, it's like, it's like, it's like a small movie, like an independent movie, but it's like a break, it's their breakout role. 
Yeah, it's like he's done this big break. Like this is like my moment. Like it's gonna be like, this movie is gonna be critically panned, but like mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand out, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, but breakout star Simon, whatever his name is, like yeah. lit, lights up the stage or lights up the the screen, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> now he's going to Hollywood. That, <laughs> that's it. It's all you need. Just one big movie. Um, Luke tries to corral Shane, who's, like, trying to see Spike. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I'm an asshole. I wrote, I bet Spike wishes Shane had gotten amnesia with that fall. Because he's, like, (laughs) he's, like, I want to see my, I want to see my baby mama. And she's, like, fuck, like, why does he remember me? (laughs) Like, And, like, remember me (laughs) and then, like, think that, like, like, we're good. Like, like things are just, like... (laughs) Just where they left off at the peak of our friendliness, you know? It's like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, he's looking for her. And he sees her, but she's, uh, like, Luz, uh, not Lucy, Liz. Liz drags her away, and they run away from him. Uh-huh. And he's like, you dumb jerks, you should be kicked in the head. And that's, like, his, it's like his, like, his, tra- his like, uh, his catchphrase. I don't, I don't know what, like, what is that? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, <laughs> dumb jerks, you should be kicked in the head. It's like, okay, like, what, like, what? Whose ideal is this? I, I think it's where it's like they're just like throwing a smorgasbord of like this is what happened because again it's like that could happen with brain injuries too where like their speech can be like affected so like sometimes like they only have like a certain number of words to like express things or they again the the brain is complicated so like yeah. but again <laughs> like they just threw they're like they're like they their writers room was like hey. I heard this one guy with brain damage did this. Well, I know this one guy, he does that. And what about this person? What about radio? What does radio do? Like, they just, they took everything. And And they threw it at Shane. They threw it at Shane. And then, like, Shane, you acting genius, give us what you got. Okay. It's like they threw it all at Shane. None of it stuck, but they insisted that they still do it. I'm like, guys, no, that's. No, 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 it's not how it works. Oh, it bounced off of him, and they're like, it's fine. I'm like, no. Oh, God. It's not. Yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't have the range. Degrassi doesn't have the range. Like, yeah, it's just, ugh. Every scene with Shane makes me, like, uncomfortable, because I feel like it's, a, yeah. it's like, offensive as fuck. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't like and, it. <laughs> and again, I don't, like, I also don't think of, like, I don't think there's no act, there's no good way to portray someone that it, there's no good way to act like you have different brain ability. There's no good way to do that. Very rarely. <laughs> I've seen very rare, like, in, like instances of movies. Because like, I think of, like, you think about all those movies with, like, I mean, like, the radio. Like, oh, my God, did you ever see The Other what's Sister? Eat- yes. And With uh, fucking eating- Juliette Lewis. And what's Ugh. eating Gilbert, Gilbert Grape. Yeah, they're all, like... At least what's eating Gilbert Grape, like, it's not great either in terms of the, like, the portrayal, but it's some, it, it's somewhat better, but, like, the other sister with Juliette Lewis and, and Giovanni Ribisi is so offensive it's to terrible. me. Like, I watched it one time. I was like, I can never watch this again. Like, I. Also, why were these all movies that would play on, like, Sunday afternoons on ABC Family? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's Lauren. also like, why I hate and, Sunday and they're all afternoons. From this, they're also like from the same era. They're all from like the early '90s, late '80s. Like that was like I think like Hollywood decided like, oh, did you know there's people with disabilities? We should start making movies about them. But let's mm-hmm. only cast able-bodied people and let's make sure it's as, as offensive as possible. Mm-hmm. They um, won't care. They have brain injuries. They won't know. Like it's like no. <laughs> 
Um, now it's the uh, I'm dying of cancer storyline that's really popular. Oh, the teens love cancer children. It's so weird. There's a new new one literally coming out with like, it's based on a true story. They always are. Um, With like a bunch of comedians. What's that? And the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey is in it. She has cancer. (laughs) It's about adults that have cancer now. And it's like, what the fuck? I like, like, what the actual fuck? Why is this a thing? I don't or, understand. Do you remember my sister? I sis- will say one one good... Oh, you're going to say My Sister's Keeper, weren't you? <laughs> I forgot about that movie. That's fucked up. Forget what, forget what I was going to say. Say what you're going to say, because we need to talk about that. That movie's so fucked up. <laughs> and then you're supposed... Remember how like they made us... Where it's like, what, the one like younger daughter that's like, so you guys just had me to like inject Farm me. Farm me for parts. <laughs> And then, and then, and then we were supposed to, and then we were supposed to be like, no, you know what? Her feelings aren't really valid. She should just be thankful that she's helping her sister. Like, like what? And I think they changed the ending in the movie from the book. Cause it's like, a, I think, is it, is it a Nicholas Sparks? I don't know who of wrote course. it, but like the, the movie's those, different. Yeah. Like in the movie, I can't remember which one's which, but in one of the versions, the girl, this younger sister, dies like in a car accident, and they end up using her like body for parts anyway. <laughs> so it's like, and you know, because like, there's a whole court case where she's like trying to fight for her like bodily autonomy, and then she gets in a car accident and dies, and it's like, oh well, oh here's a spare kidney. So, and then we're supposed to like be like, oh wow, look at her sacrifice, or like, you know what, like she should, she should feel. She should love her sister more and like be be willing to make these sacrifices. It's like what? Why is you this- know what they call you know what they call <clears throat> movies like that? I think it's called glurge, and it's like um it's like it's something that's supposed to be like portrayed as sweet, but it's so over the top that it actually is like gross when you watch it. So it's almost like if someone yeah. gives you a, a cup of tea and they fill it with sugar. And it's like, yeah. in theory, this should be good, but you drink it and it's like, oh, it's disgusting. It's that. It's like you're trying to like pull at heartstrings so bad that it's like, this is so stupid. Like, and it's always going to be, <laughs> it's like, we're going to pull your heartstrings by making you um, worry about all the death that can happen in your family and in your loved one's life. Yeah. Um, so so cry. Better cry. And the, and the <laughs> message is always like it's warped like when you really look into it it's like that's not a good message like you're pulling my heartstrings so much you pulled at my heartstrings so much you gave me a stroke like (laughs) and i'm dead thank you thanks for (laughs) that nicholas sparks thanks (laughs) thanks a lot nicholas sparks for killing me (laughs) but um uh back with wallfish lucy they in the crew talk to the teacher and he's like yeah okay cool i'll supervise you on saturday okay so Mm -hmm. jump ahead of saturday and they, the, you know, Avengers assemble and they decide like, okay, cool. Like we brought all these props. So we're going to do this movie. So we have like a little, like a, there's like a, like, a, like a few scenes where we see them making the movie. Um, so they're all like playing different tropes yes. of horror, which is like, okay, cute. Like, okay, but Snake is like a leather daddy. What is his <laughs> trope? Is he a leather daddy? <laughs> like... <laughs> What is that? He's like a vest. So confusing. I've ever kept on looking at him and I was like, you look like a leather daddy, but like, was this, but also was was there a straight version of a leather daddy? I don't think there was. 
It's no, a, like, it's a very like it's a very LGBT like I know thing. Like he's a leather. Like have you ever been to like a leather club? Like he was a leather daddy. Like, yeah. It's so I kept it. I was so confused, and I was like, okay, all right, Spike. Like he's in the village people. Yeah, leather daddy in the village people. <laughs> We have we have Spike, um, and also like, who lended him that out? His brother. Oh my god, his brother. <laughs> gave he it to him. Oh my god, his brother. He's a secret leather daddy. They've reconciled. They haven't though. Like, uh, you know, because Snake is a fucking like selfish asshole. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. Do you have any leather daddy outfits? Like, any <laughs> outfit for this movie. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm supposed to be like a biker guy. Like, he talks to his brother. He's like, I'm supposed to be like, you know, the cool, like, biker, hardcore guy. And his brother's like, oh, I got something for you. Like, don't worry, I got your outfit. His brother's actually trying to get back at him. He's like, oh, honey, I got mm. something for you. And makes him a leather daddy. He's like, look at you. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's very, because again, when he was like trying to play up his character, he was trying to sound <laughs> tough. Like, and it was like, this yeah. is very weird. Um, like, this is had... definitely, like, a kink play. I love this. I love mm-hmm. this for Snake. <laughs> we love it for Snake. We love it. Because um, he didn't look bad. Like, he, like, he had an ear. He had one earring on. He, mm-hmm. like, if if he was just a non-actor just walking down the street, he pulls it off. Yeah. You know? He had the whole get up. Um, we had, uh, Joey was supposed to be the nerd, with like the alfalfa hair pick at the top, um, mm-hmm. and glasses. Uh, Simon was the jock. Yeah. Um, what was Wheels? <laughs> Wheels was himself. Because like Wheels had a hat on, and I was like, he's like a t-shirt and a hat, and I was like, I don't. I that was he was the one. I mean, aside for you know, a snake was a leather daddy, so we know what he was. <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> Wheels. You know the commonly used horror movie trope of a leather daddy, but uh-huh, Wheels was uh-huh. like. What was Wheels? Like, he wasn't... He was literally wearing his clothes, but he had a baseball hat, so... A mechanic? Me- definitely. He was the mechanic. Um, he was... He was, like, the gearhead? I don't know. Very confusing. And then, uh, Caitlin was supposed to be, like, the, the um... The girl. What's that girl from Archie girl. Comics? Not oh, Veronica. Betty? Yeah, Betty. She was supposed to be, you know, like, sock hop, like, penny loafers and socks and a cute little petty skirt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, you know. Gee, Wilkers. Yeah. Actually, <clears throat> um, they, so, like, they, I love um, when actors have to do bad acting. It's very oh, yes. meta when actors mm-hmm. are acting in a movie. But they're, like, doing, like, the bad acting and, um... So I guess the story is like, oh, they're coming to this like this school where like a murder happened or something or something. I don't know. There is <laughs> It's very loose. <laughs> this plot Betty, is very Betty, loose. Again, which again, you were the horror movie expert. Um that's that's kind of a thing with scary movies. Like there tends to be like some some holes in plots, right? Oh yeah. That's true. Okay. And like the bad ones, yeah. Okay, and, and this is ones, definitely there's... like this, this is, is a, def- a B movie. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, oh, what are you guys, chicken? Like, oh. But Joey keeps calling Caitlin Caitlin, so they have to keep, like, stopping. And, like, uh, uh, do we need to go through each scene, like, when they're do- when they're making the movie? No, but it was just, like, it was kind of, like, a lot of, like, they were filming, and then Lucy's like, you guys, yeah. take this seriously. 
Um, and then they're like, they're teenagers. So they're like goofing off on a Saturday at school. Cause they're, you know, teenagers. Cause yeah, they're teenagers. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's no, yeah, there isn't anything that really stands out. It's just like, there's like a succession of like, of scenes of them doing the movie and stuff. Um, lots okay. of fake blood. But I have a question mm-hmm. about this. Okay. So there's sure. the fake blood where wheels get stabbed and he has a bunch of ketchup on him. And they end the scene, they cut the scene, and then Wills is like, oh, I'm so, I'm so messy. And he's like, I need to go take a shower. <clears throat> and he goes to take a shower, mm-hmm. um, and again, the abandoned school. And it's kind of like, you know, it's supposed to be set up almost like the scene that they're trying to film in the, in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like the scary thing of like, Wheels keeps on hearing things, and he's like, who's that? Who's that? And then it eventually just ends up being, like, the creepy janitor that is in every teen high school scary movie. Boy Meets World. I know. <laughs> There's a creepy janitor in it. And then, and then it's like, he's like, oh, okay. So I was, like, very confused, because, like, there was... Because again, it's like they're filming a fake, you know, a fake scary movie, but then there's a scary moment in real life, but then it never really pans into anything. It it literally just ends. He's like, oh, okay, and then next and then, next day, it is like, <laughs> oh, and I was like expecting like, yeah, it's like weird, something to happen or someone to die, and then I well, don't know. what I what I thought was gonna happen was that they're going to do the thing like we mentioned earlier, like oh, this is the the like Halloween episode, even though yeah. it came on February, but like like that kind of like oh, like some stuff. It's like while they're making the movie, some actual stuff starts happening. Like it's yes. kind of scary, but yeah. it's nothing serious. Mm-hmm. But then it it doesn't happen. So I was like, okay, it just ends, <laughs> and then we're just like back at school on Monday. And I was like, oh. Okay. Like, it was weird. I I it's also weird. was confused by it. I was like, okay. It was so, totally unnecessary. So y'all just gonna traumatize wheels all over again? Y'all just gonna, <laughs> y'all just gonna leave him there traumatized by himself? With nothing else he's to like, get? Nothing, <laughs> nothing he's else? Like, he, he's like curled up in the corner of the shower. Like... Just having flashbacks. I don't know. It was it was weird. I don't know why they did that. Very weird. I guess they were trying to have like a fun moment, but it was like it, but I, nothing. I, I it was like fun. it was actually like this. That's the thing. It's like it was a scary moment. Like it was meant to. It's not there. It wasn't like funny at all. It was just like creepy. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. Because yeah, it was. We, I don't know what they were trying to do. Because it, it didn't. It didn't. It it didn't. Uh, there was no payoff. It just like it exactly. happened, and it was like, oh, it's the weird janitor who. We see one more time sweeping the floor, but we've never seen him before, and I don't think we ever see him again. So, was he a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> was he actually there? Yeah, we would like an explanation, Degrassi. Yes. Um, but back at school on Monday, um, Shane finally finds Spike. And Liz is like, no, Spike. Liz is acting like he's going to kill her. I was like, bitch, relax. Like, oh, my God. Like, Liz, Liz just has been you know fucking chapping my ass since the fucking abortion thing so she's been on my fucking nerves yeah but she's trying to drag spike away and spike's like no i want to talk to him she's like why i'm like why are you acting like i mean that is like what is wrong with you girl like um i don't know he knows who i am and knows that he's the father of my child yeah he's literally the father of my child maybe i don't know yeah she's acting like she was trying to talk to a stranger it's like i know shane like but anyway, um, uh, so Shane asks Spike out, and she's like, no. So he gets mad, because that's yeah. what happens, apparently, and he calls her dumb jerk. And Spike tells Shane that like, he can get a coffee and talk his friends. And then he's like, okay, and he's happy. And then Liz drags her away again, and she's like, oh, 
She's like, why are you going to get coffee with him? Like, she's like being, Liz is just awful. Like, yeah, what she's is so awful. Wrong with her. Like, someone help Liz. I don't know. Someone straighten her hair. Please. <laughs> Please do that. Please. Um, but in Wallfish's class, we get the world premiere of It Creeps. And Lucy is wearing her own merch, which is like, nice flex. She, she's a, she's a boss bitch. Listen, she knows how to market herself, knows how to create her own brand. Mm-hmm. She's, she's ready. She's ready for the big time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like very nervous, which I've, I've known that feeling. I've hated like school projects where you had to make something and like, sh- like whatever the shit, like video. I also hate seeing myself on like, well, actually less so now, but I used to really hate seeing myself on like camera. Yeah. So like whenever we had to do like a video project, I hate, like I would put my head down while I was playing because like I can't like watch myself. It was very weird. Or for me, I hate watching other people either listen or watch. Like I remember one time someone was like, "Oh my gosh, let's." They're like, "Lauren, let's watch some of your YouTube videos." And I was like, "No, we're not doing this. <laughs> like I'm not gonna sit here while you watch me while I'm sitting here watching you watch me. Like that's fucking weird. Stop. That's and- <laughs> very weird. I like no. You can do this on your own time, honey. <laughs> or like, but I, I I think I think I I. I get why people think it's it's like oh like let's you know like you have it on the internet like you know people watch you it's like yeah but I don't want to I don't want to be present it's like yeah it, it's weird like, I don't, I don't... Wanna watch you watch it like you could just watch it exactly yeah I heard a lot of actors were like that though like they don't watch the finished product of the movie because it's just yeah. weird to see themselves or like that makes sense like it is probably really weird like watching yourself like on a gigantic yeah. screen Especially like, it's with, like, probably other so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I were an actor, I think I'd be the same. I think I would, like, remove myself. Like, I, I would mm-hmm. watch the movie alone. Like, the final yeah. cut myself. I couldn't sit in a room with people watching me. It's like, yeah. that's so weird. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> so the movie starts. Tim is the MGM lion, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> you know that lion's, you know that lion's dead, right? Well, I had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see animals on TV, I'm like that. That dog's dead. So. Well, yeah. Mo- yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> that lion. Um, that lion from 1935 is dead. Can you believe it? He is. Want to feel old? Gone. <laughs> Want to feel old? The MGM lion's dead. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So I. When the movie starts, like people keep laughing, and Lucy gets embarrassed, and it felt very much like Michael Scott. Um, showing them the um, the Michael Scarn movie, mm-hmm. and then like getting sad when everyone's like laughing when it's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, and Lucy is obviously feeling that way, so she walks out, and Wallfish follows her. What was he wearing? He was mixing all kinds of prints. He loves to mix plaid. He's always wearing plaid with with anything. He's like plaid you know goes what? with anything. You know what he dresses like. I have so many people in my brain, but what do you think? Like a Nickelodeon game show host. Oh my god! I feel like like he... a Mark, like a Mark Summer or something. Like 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 it's Double Dare. Okay, <laughs> right. In my mind, I feel like there's a host that looks just like him. Like Mr. I think Wallfish. it's Mark Summer. I think it's Mark Summer who did. Um, did he do Double Dare? But yeah, Mark Summer looks, they have curly th- hair too, and they, like, they kind of like yeah. have a goofy look about them. And yeah. I'm thinking of the guy for Legends of the Hidden Temple too. 
Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Oh, that one used to scare me. Oh, most definitely. It was fucking scary as hell. Because you were, oh my God, remember you, you would have to go inside racing to find the, the monkey idol and yes. then there'd be people jumping out at you. Yeah, that and, shit like, scared masks. me. A little tit. And even like that talking, like the weird like Hotep. head thing. Or, oh, no, yeah. Hotep. Um, Emotep? <laughs> yeah. I don't know his name. <laughs> it's something it like that. Sounds like Hotep, yeah. <laughs> and he would talk and sh- his eyes would light up. That was scary. Mm-hmm. When Legends of the Hidden scary. Temple came on, I got I got wrapped up in a blankie. I made sure my feet weren't hanging over the bed because I was like, this is scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, because because also, like, the time crunch of it, like, was terrifying. Yeah. Because there's all this pressure on a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, You know what they should have done? They should have um, they should have integrated Legends of the Hidden Temple with Supermarket Sweep. Oh, so my God. So it was, like, it's, like, Midwestern moms running around trying to find Ritz crackers and then, like... A man jumps out in like no clothes. And he's like, oh. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been perfect. That's that absolutely funny. perfect. Or it's like a disgruntled like um, supermarket employee with a mop who's like, as <laughs> she runs back. Yep, yeah. Or in in twenty twenty one, it'd be someone that um, it'd be like a, a a COVID truther that like refuses to wear a mask and is just like <laughs> yelling throughout the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> just like pops out out of nowhere where are my rights he's like a pandemic it's like ah you have to like you have like a bottle of Lysol you spray him with it and then you yes. yes I love that I love that we're copywriting it right now we're trademarking it I love that we're doing it mm-hmm. um <laughs> okay <laughs> that was so silly um so uh, Wallfish follows her out and she feels bad that everyone is laughing at instead of like listening to the dialogue and being intrigued by this bad movie that mm-hmm. she made. And he's like, no, come back. He's like, people like it. Like people are being, uh, you know, they're entertained. And it's like, you, you know, this is your first time. Like you have to be proud of your work. And the next time you go back and you do it again and you do, you get better. Lucy really thought she's going to like, she's going to debut like some like hard hitting film. I'm like, girl, it's your first movie and you're 15. Uh, it's okay. To go back to that naivety of, like, I think we've all been there. It's, like, whatever you, like, put a lot of work into, whether it be, like, I remember, like, with, with, um, not so much this podcast, but, like, I remember, like, when I first, like, made a YouTube video and I was, like, all right, like, my, (laughs) my, like, quote-unquote editing or, like, you know, my, my, my final cut really was, like, you know, pretty deep, like, People yeah. are gonna people are gonna notice and admire the artistry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Lucy thought she's gonna she's gonna stand in the back of the room with like um mm-hmm. like she's wearing like a, a little like the little director's scarf and she's gonna stand there just like stroking yes. her 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 chin and mm-hmm. like like watching them watch it and, like I did with it. like we got with hit. like a she's like leaning with one leg up on a desk just like hand on the knee or elbow on the knee stroking her chin being like then someone someone turns the light she's like so what are your thoughts what do you guys think (laughs) she's running a focus group for her film it's like what and she was like Like, she was like oh no they're laughing they're not taking this seriously (laughs) they're all gonna laugh at you another feminist horror film hey (laughs) um 
So she goes back in and um, they're, at least they're, they're entertained. And, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like this, you know, she finally starts to feel like, you know, kind of better. I love this dying scene of Simon because after he dies, he blinks. <laughs> it's like a funny little moment. I love that in like really cheap horror movies because that does happen where like someone mm-hmm. like is dead with their eye kind of flickers. It's like, a, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job. Uh, one job. But, oh, big reveal. It was Caitlyn all along because feminism. And it's the end of the movie. I like I liked the, the close. When she, like, rips off the wig and mask and she, like, smiles and then, like, turns around to the blood, the end on the wall. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a cute little thing. And Lucy's proud of herself yeah. that she made a movie that made her um, classmates laugh and yeah. be excited. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. It was like, because I think also at the end, they were kind of like, everyone was laughing. And then like the last kind of scene, everyone got quiet. So she was like, ah, oh, yeah. I scared like, I got them a little them. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I captured them. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all ready to take down the part patriarchy with me. Like I, I yeah. converted them. <laughs> she did it. She's like, yes, I did it. Um, but yeah, that was the episode. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was nice. It was like a, it was very um, <laughs> not to compare it to seasons greetings, but it was very much a seasons greetings episode in the sense that it was kind of like very independent, like except for like yeah. the kind of Spike and Shane storyline, but like everything about it was very like independent and not um, connected at all with like other episodes. So it's kind yeah. of like a little break. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure this is the one of the ones that I skip on rewatches mm-hmm. that I'm like, I don't need to see. Like, you don't really need to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, I probably would never watch this episode again, at least for like um, the Shane parts, because I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't, he, he don't want to see either. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to see it ever. Um, but yeah, should we hear from uh, what the, the parents <laughs> on YouTube have to say? Oh, we had... I mean, it's been a while since we've had some um, some comment threads of people arguing about, again, um, which I appreciate, you know, because, again, we literally have a podcast um, about a fictional teen drama. But, like, when people go yes. in hard <laughs> in the comment <laughs> section of YouTube, I appreciate it. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so uh, we had a comment thread... <laughs> Um, what, what is Liz's obsession with Spike? It's like, she can't leave Spike alone, afraid that she will leave. And someone goes, yeah, it's creepy how Liz won't associate with anyone else. Liz isn't exactly easy to get along with. Spike's probably the only person Degrassi with enough patience to deal with her. Damn. <laughs> I know. It's like, Liz is like, like two things we know about her. People are like, actually, um, <laughs> Uh, someone goes, they're best friends. Spike was welcoming when Liz moved, transferred, moved or transferred. And Spike was her first friend at Degrassi. (laughs) So that's their explanation for why Liz is obsessed with Spike. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's true and everything. But Liz also never seemed to make any attempt to talk to anyone else. Because remember when she first got Degrassi, she just was like, oh, they're preppy. I hate them. And then didn't make a, a... an effort at all to ever talk to anyone else. And then, Except for Joey. Uh, Joey, I hate you. Joey, I hate you. 
Louis, get out. Get out. <laughs> Lily Myers from two years ago says, the actor who plays Shane is an amazing actor. Which, uh... Um, pardon me? <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, assume that you are being sarcastic. Um, also, over 350 people liked that, so... Okay. Oh All right. my god. <laughs> um, chill out, bruh. From two years ago, says, "I wish Liz, <laughs> I wish Liz would get a life and stop trying to live everyone else's." Erica's already snatched her up for overstepping boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speak truth. All right. So this one's pretty funny. Lucy's movie was really sexist, actually. A feminist movie wouldn't have, wouldn't, would have, would have had victims of both genders. Since feminists are about striving for the equality of both genders, not just women. Making it equal would have been to have men and women victims. And then someone goes, I know, ha ha ha. She tells Alexa she can't be in it because there's only one female role. It's okay. They stole the idea from the feminist Slumber Party Massacre. Do you know that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's but the, it's like supposed to be um. Well, wait, but Liz, um, Lucy says that it's supposed to be satire, which I guess right. is the point. But yeah, Slumber Party Massacre is one that's like actually made by a female director that spoofs like a like slasher stuff from like the eighties, mm. and it's like it, it they do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this, this sparks a, a little bit of an argument. You can't fight sexism by doing it in reverse. If you're not okay with it, you shouldn't be okay with it in any capacity. Doing what you're against, um, is hypocritical. Exactly. Fighting sexism with sexism doesn't make you even. It makes you a part of the problem. You're just adding fuel to the fire instead of extinguishing the flames. Oh, <laughs> deep. <laughs> I would have done like Lucy. Sorry, I am a feminist, <laughs> and I would have liked to play in a film where the only victims are men. Ha ha! This is her movie and her idea. What the fuck? <laughs> and then someone, Joey Laverton, we're gonna call you out by name. Lucy is a feminazi, not a feminist, and Mister Wallfish needs a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, it goes back and forth. Um, and of course, anytime there's a Shane and Spike plotline, there are plenty of Shane apologists in the comment section wondering why he can't see his child and why Spike is such a bitch and blah, blah, blah. So fuck y'all. <laughs> YouTube comment sections are truly the cesspool of humanity. And you know what? We appreciate you. You're entertaining, but some of y'all are whack. Truly yeah, whack. Crazy. You guys are weird. <laughs> it's very weird. You're just adding fuel to the fire. You're not extinct- extinguishing the flames. That person thought like they wrote something. <laughs> they they thought they did something just now. I was like, oh shit. They really it was like they like Lucy's movie spoke to them. Like they finally got what like the feminist movement was about, and they're like, all right, Lucy, I got your back. Don't worry, I'll defend you. They did. I was like, yeah, okay, guys. All right. Um, I actually wrote a paper on feminist horror for like a class. 
Do you still have I wish I could find it. I wish I could find it. I think I had on like an old drive and then I lost mm-hmm. the drive. But it was about like, um, I think I covered, what did I talk about? Um, uh, I talked about Carrie, Rosemary's baby, teeth, mm-hmm. and um, The Descent were the four Ooh. movies I I studied of like feminist horror and why what it looks like and how it's evolved yeah anyway if i find it i'll do a reading oh yes we would love that bonus episode i know you guys would love it you'd love it um so yeah uh shall we do our ranking system let's get into it all right 90s canadianness out of 40 track for keepers this um this was pretty high in I don't know, just a lot of things. The uh portrayal of Shane. Um mm-hmm. the kind of class I don't know, just the kind of like very classic tropes of things. Um it like like the kind of classic tropes of like the nerd, the jock, and like the the way that Caitlin was dressed like like a nineteen sixties like good girl. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. um it kind of like i don't know some things just kind of like dated it a little bit um and also the whole um what we mentioned earlier like the kind of sitcom like mm -hmm. kind of oh it's the horror episode like it feels very like of the time Mm -hmm. yes and now we just have like (laughs) i think of like the um the new season of uh the misadventures of sabrina Mm-hmm. Um, like in like Riverdale, like it's entire now instead of like an episode, there's like an entire series of just like <laughs> it's, like kind of horror, yeah, hor- horror themed mm-hmm. teen dramas, like always. That's true. That's true. We don't really have those kind of like episodes now. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's depressing as hell. It's always rainy. The sun never shines here. It's just because even I'm random tangent. Um, even with like I think, but like the way that Buffy was, like, it was kind of, like, it was, like, dark, right? Like, they're on Hellmount, but, like, they still were, like, living regular lives, whereas, like, sunny and, like, normal things. But I think of, like, the way that teen dramas are filmed now, it's, like, it's literally, like, the actual picture is dark, like, all the time. (laughs) I can't see anything. (laughs) And there's no, like, everyone's so, like, blue lit and dark lit there's like no sunshine and i'm like all right i guess that's why kids are constantly dying well you know now everything has to be dark and gritty i miss the buffy Mm -hmm. of it all where it's like it was there was definitely darkness to it and definitely like some really messed up stuff happened on that show of course but there still was like the comedy still like they they still were balancing out the darkness with like it was funny and like it was fun to watch yeah you know I yeah. guess that's how the young the young generation just like I don't know. They like those they like cancer now. movies. They like they like the darkness. <laughs> they like apocalypse movies, like cancer movies. Mm-hmm. They just want to be like they just want to be darked out all the yeah. time. We get it. Yeah. We get it. It's it's a hard yeah. world we live in. Um yeah. but yeah, I would say maybe like a seven for nineties Canadianness. What do you think? I agree. I agree with that. Abs- I think you you hit the nail on the head with all of the points, especially the portrayal of Shane, it's definitely very, like, of the time. I think yeah. today, if they did, like, a character like Shane, um, I think it would have been handled better and I think explained more. I think we would have got an understanding mm-hmm. more of, like, what 
is going like what is his injury yeah. and what happened it wouldn't just be like he appears and suddenly he just calls people dumb jerks and it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like i guess he's yeah, not well like okay that's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. we would have gotten like a whole episode about shane's family dealing with like yeah what his happened rehab, the, his the consequences of it it wouldn't have just been like oh shane fell off a bridge and then we don't hear from him and then he appears and now he's like He's at the school dance with a walker that gets thrown. <laughs> right? A fuck. I forgot about that. He showed up. I forgot he showed up at the dance. Oh my God. Yeah. But honestly, but honestly, you know what's not surprising at all is that his knowing his parents, this is exactly what they would have done. They'd be like, all right, Shane. They're like in denial of like what mm. happened to him and like the life that he now has and right. what he needs what he needs from them to have um a successful like life for him and they're like all right Shane we'll pick you up later like we're just, <laughs> we'll pick you up after the dance like just leave him with his walker and his plastic bag <laughs> like just go sorry what like what the fuck <laughs> there's no prey on trash. it there's going to prey, prey on it just like the you know the the lord will heal you know <laughs> get some get some snake oil some holy water on there he'll be fine yeah <laughs> that'll help um mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um fashion um we did get those thin ass eyebrows from Spider. <laughs> Got Liz's crimped hair. Oh god! I mean, yes, I I remember while watching it. I wish I would have taken more notes about the specific fashion. I remember Lucy's pants, and um, oh, snakes, snakes get up. Leather daddy look. His his leather daddy get up. I mean, I kind of want to give it like a nine, like just because we had a lot of we had a lot of people this episode giving. I us, agree. Giving us things. We had a lot of looks, wallfishes, like clashing prints. Um, I mean, give it. We should give it a ten. Give us a ten. Sure, why not? We had we had so many things from so many different people, you know. Yeah. Lucy wasn't having to hold up the entire category this week, you know. Yeah, Caitlin we had a lot of really, really terrible looks all together. <laughs> yes, they they collectively um, gave us terrible fashion. Collectively, they were like, let's wear the ugliest clothes we have in our closets. And then mm-hmm. they wore it on the mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, okay, so acting. Mm. <laughs> Shane is back. Shane is brings back. that score down. And it's even worse now because now they're demanding him to play someone with a disability. And it's not good. Oh, oh God. I don't even know where to where to even. I would. I think I would give it a three. Okay, I was like, how low are we going with this? I think three. Is I fine. almost said two, but then I was like, that's. I think that's like, fuck it, two. I'm giving it a two because it's it's like, that. I was that. I shouldn't be uncomfortable watching you. Yes. Do something like I should feel his character should feel sympathetic. It should feel like. Oh my god! Yeah. This is what happened to Shane. Like, what's gonna happen with him? I shouldn't be watching it and being like, "I want to change the channel." Like, why are you doing yeah. this? And I think, you know, I think, <laughs> you know, partially on Shane's shoulders, but also like, I don't even want, I don't even want to hear the audio clips of like 
the producers and directors like giving him feedback of like how to act that out. Yikes. You know, and especially it's the 90s, you know, they were like doing oh some gosh. offensive stuff, like yeah. weird arm yeah. move, just doing like the thing that like. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been terrible. I, I imagine the R word was thrown around. I, I would not be shocked that they were like, you need to play it more definitely. like R. Yeah, Give like I, more. I, yeah. Ugh, yikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that happened. Like it's 1990 in Canada. Like you know oh, yeah. that happened. Ugh, um, not cool. Um, so two. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Deuces. All right. Um, last but not least, plot. Did it go there? Um, no. And again, this is kind of a throwaway episode. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> it's a throwaway episode. It's not. We again. We we see Shane and. I guess we're we're given a throwaway explanation of what happened to him, but with with no explanation at all. Just be like, he's different now. Here if anything, know. it just left it left me with more questions than answers. So many questions. Like it didn't like uh, it wasn't satisfying. Like with, with his return know. and with him like reconnecting with Spike, there was nothing satisfying about it. Like it felt no. very inconsequential. Like oh, okay, they're gonna get coffee and yeah, he's happy me, about it. I guess. Okay. There's too many parties involved that need therapy. And no one's getting therapy. Yeah. Um, You're right. And and then the A-plot was um, a fake movie that's never going to be mentioned again. So, no, yeah. it didn't go there. Oh, I don't even know. I might give it like a four. Yeah, I mean like, yeah, let's give it a four. Uh, mostly just because, I mean, I know that it is a kind of a continuation of like, oh, Lucy wants to be a filmmaker. I know later on, right. we do find out she becomes one as an adult. So it's like, oh, okay, like I guess it's kind of like continuity a little yeah. bit. Like there is like kind of character, but like that's outside yeah. of that, it's there's nothing really there. Yeah, that plot line of like her like discovery of like you know how to how to grow as a filmmaker wasn't really part of the plot line. So yeah. All right, um, so that leaves us with 23 <laughs> Trapper Keepers out of 40, and it puts cre- the, it creeps towards the bottom. It is now number nine in um, the first season of Degrassi High, but it's above Little White Lies, Natural Attraction, and All in a Good Cause. Okay. So yeah. it's towards the bottom, but it's not the worst one. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of fun. It was kind of like the. It was kind of cute, but it wasn't exactly. Like yeah, really in, that the, in great. the in the world of Degrassi, it's not not much. Like you know, it's forgetful when you think of like everything that happens in Degrassi and everything. So you know. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. Shall we do our soundtrack? Yes. Let's see. This week, I'm going first. This week, okay. So, um, <laughs> I feel like er- the past few weeks I've had difficulty picking a song. Um, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I chose for this week, um, thinking of Caitlin's character that she played in the fake, um, the fake movie within a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about, you know, she's, she's the you know, the villain or whatever. Um, and so I chose Poison 
from Bell Bellbiv DeVoe. I've never actually said their name out loud. How do you say that? Bellbiv DeVoe, I guess. Bellbiv DeVoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That girl is poison. Nice. Poison. Um, that one, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Um, because, never trust you know, a big butt and a smile. Hey, if any if anyone's going to say something about Caitlyn, that's what they say, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, that, you know, she's playing the pretty girl, but, you know, she's deadly still. So, um, you know, it's a bop of a song, not so much of a bop of an episode, but, you know, so that's what I chose this week for my song. What did you choose, Sonique? That's great. I like that song a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I always um, need like um, encouragement. I'm always like, this is a dumbass song. I hate it. And I'm like, oh. okay, Sneak likes it. Okay, that's good. Okay. No, that's a great song. I love that song. Like I, whenever I, oh, yeah, it's a good like song. that's like a, a song that when it plays, I'm like, you start dancing. It's like a, exactly. it's like a 90s hit. Um, so for me, I chose, so this is kind of a weird choice. Um, I chose a song called Tonight We'll Make Love Until We Die. <laughs> I'm here for it. By this band called SSQ. Yes. And why did I choose this song? I chose this song because it is from a movie, a horror movie from around the same time. It's from 85 called The Return of the Living Dead, which is kind yes. of like a horror comedy, like a, like a zombie movie. It's a horror yeah. comedy that I really, really love. And I picked it because they're like all punks kind of like who, long story short, they're a bunch, a bunch of teenage punks who are trying to find a way to have fun. They, mm-hmm. um, one of them accidentally releases this like, um chemical that uh that makes they're in like a cemetery and the chemical like infects the cemetery and all the dead come to rise and they're like it's a very funny like fun horror movie but um they're they're punks and one of them is dressed like a leather daddy like snake (laughs) (laughs) and when i saw him i was like oh he reminds me of that character from the return of the living dead and there's a song that keeps playing in it that's like this tonight will make love to will die and like it's like a, a really great scene when all the zombies start coming alive and it's like carnage and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's a very it's a weird deep cut but i just couldn't stop thinking about it after watching it i was like oh my god that reminds me and like it's the same kind of vein of like a horror comedy kind of thing that like lucy yeah. made and i was like oh okay yeah that's perfect yeah. that, that works right perf- it i mean it works very very well and it's a very specific thing, but like, it's just, I don't know. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, that has to be it. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, that's what Snake would want. He's yeah. like, he's like, he he was wearing that outfit because he's like, someone out there is going to get it. He's going to so get this one. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. If listener, if you're interested in like a horror comedy, The Return of the Living Dead is a great, is a fun one. It's I... very 80s. Ooh, well then that's mm-hmm. might might just have to I might just have to watch that one. It's very it's so of the time. Like the fashion in it is like and also similar to Lucy's movie, they all kind of fit like they're punks ish, but they all kind of fit a very specific look, like a little mm-hmm. trope kind of thing. So it's like Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Thank you. Um yeah so we will uh of course always have our playlist posted down below in the description and yeah, i promise i'll update mine <laughs> and i promise that i will post the poll this week on instagram <laughs> yeah. 
as we said, we, we've been taking a, a, just a smidgen bit of a break, a little bit of a cleanser from social media. So, um, you know, we're not dead. We're just taking out, you know. Just chilling a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Regrouping, re, you know, re-energizing to step back out, you know. But um, you guys stay safe. Um, be sure mm-hmm. to protect your yourself and your mental health. Mm-hmm. I know it's like really, ugh, things are weird. We don't need to get into it. We've avoided really talking about it. Yeah. We you, guys, like it. you guys know it's weird. You know. You know what we're, ta- you know what we're talking about. But yeah, you know, just make sure you check in with your loved ones. Make sure they're okay, how they're handling things. And, you know, be sure that you're also checking in with yourself and finding ways yes. to, you know, self-care. Take care of yourself. Exactly. And anyone that is a part of your life that is causing you more stress or harm to your mental health. 2021 is the year to cut that person out of your life because absolutely fuck them, you know, protect your peace. Oh, please protect. Mm, mm, mm. Literally the mantra for 2021, protect your peace. That's, That's the mantra. Do what you have to do to make yourself feel at ease in that exactly piece. if you have a liz in your life in 2021 <laughs> it is time to cut her off if you are the spike yeah. in the situation and liz is bringing you down and you're just trying to live your best life with patrick it's time to cut liz out you know yes that's cut that <laughs> toxicity uh for the kids who love the cancer movies cut that tumor out get, get rid of that yeah get gross get, get out of there <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. Oh, no. I forgot to read the next week's episode. I, oh, I've yeah. The, the season of... finale. Yes. It's our season finale. I'm sorry. Silly me. It's okay. Um, yeah. We're doing our season finale next week. Stressed out. But uh, stressed out. That's how I should say it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Michelle starts taking caffeine pills to extend her study time. Yes. Fuck meanwhile, Michelle. sorry, I'm just like, yes, a drug episode. Yeah, <laughs> yes. had one in a long time. Um, meanwhile, Caitlin is devastated when Miss Avery announces she is leaving Degrassi. No. No. Ooh. Oh, yes, we're definitely going to do what we're doing a lot of um, Save by the Bell references. Yes, <laughs> next yes, week. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so, guys, stay tuned. Um, as always, catch you later, broom. <laughs> catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.